On this week's episode of Cheesesteak Sports, we talk about the Philadelphia Eagles clinching up the number one seed in the NFC. The Philadelphia 76ers win a big game on Christmas Day. And as always, the get to know us. This is a Cheesesteak Sports production. Welcome to Cheesesteak Sports. I'm Paul. And I'm Dan, capping off, capping off Christmas the right way, the yes. only way we know how to, doing a podcast after we get a Sixers win in the morning. Well, I guess the afternoon. Felt like the morning to me. Yeah, yeah. And an Eagles win tonight to cap it off. Ugly, but we found a way. We got we got it done tonight. Somehow, some way, we won the Eagles won the game tonight. Good teams win those games. Yeah, and that they, and that's what we did. They found a way to do it. The when the defense was down, the offense was looking like they were about to do something. But they <laughs> didn't end up happened. doing anything after the game. No, like the first shot, like, you know, like when we did score it, it kind of looked yeah, like, yeah. And, and we did have the chance to go up by a field goal going into halftime, but Jake Elliott did miss the the, cl- yeah, the closer field goal. Yeah, but but like, like we know, himself. Jake Elliott's got ice in his veins. He really does. And, I mean, I honestly. Felt, I, I did feel confident when he was going for that kick. Yeah, normally I actually feel squeamish. Like, honestly, like every kick, like, even yeah. last week, I was, like, looking away and stuff. Like, you know, I don't, I, like, I just don't like kickers. Like, yeah. it's just, like, one thing that we talked about before, it's, like, so wild that that's part of the game, but um, such a big part too. Yeah, it's crazy. Because I mean, their kicker missed a forty-eight yarder too. Uh, I forget when it happened, but that the last like five minutes of that game felt like forever because there were so many. I mean, so many just three and outs, turnovers. It was insane. Yeah, it was, but it was awesome. Eagles defense again making a game-saving play, a game-saving stop. Ronald Darby with a, a huge interception there. And it's crazy because everyone last week was complaining about the defense. And yeah, and I was going to say end mid-game picking on Darby too. Like somebody I follow, like I think it was um somebody on 97.5. Oh, Jason Martinez. Blocked Darby mid-game. Yeah, I saw that. And then after the pick, like unblocked him. Oh, okay, that's what happened. Because of his performance. Yeah, so. I saw him block. I actually was just scrolling and I saw him blocked, but I was confused. Like I, I don't really understand that guy. But, I mean, yeah, a lot of people, I mean, we'll have a whole week to dissect as far as fans talking to each other about this True. game and this team going forward. It's going to be probably a lot of negativity when you're thinking about Super Bowl and all that because the offense was a no-show tonight, and teams are going to be a lot better in a couple weeks when they're coming here to Philly. Yeah, you're not playing a 6-8 and eight Raiders team. But so. with that said, it is official now. The Eagles are the number one seed, and Yee. the teams are going to have to come fly to Philadelphia, Yee. hopefully all the way until we go to Minnesota. So that's that's an awesome thing. Um, that's just that's amazing. Yeah, like, like, that, that's a thought? great. Who would have thought? Everything we've been through, you lose Carson Wentz even a couple weeks ago, and you still find a way. Foles comes in, finds a way to win that Rams game. You come in, you beat the Giants, and you come in an ugly, ugly, ugly game tonight, and they got it done. So you might have I, to throw another ugly in there, though. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but again, now this will bring up a lot of questions about next week's game as far as the flow of the offense. How much should Foles play in the offense? And we'll we'll get more into that, I guess, on our next episode because um, yeah. we'll be previewing previewing yeah. that game. But that's that's a question. I don't know. I mean, it's always tough, regardless when you're trying to rest guys when you have that whole week off. But this will make it even more interesting interesting to see what Peterson decides to do. But hey, the Eagles are thirteen and two. Still one more to play. Dallas officially eliminated from the playoffs as well, so they're not going to be playing for anything. Um. But it's it's an exciting time, regardless of the the, the way they won this game. 
Um, and I saw something on Twitter, too. They've won three straight games that have literally all felt like losses in their own strange ways. I mean, you think about the win it in, in, against the Rams. Obviously, goes down. obviously, that felt like a loss. The Giants game where the defense doesn't look like the defense we've seen all year uh, gets annihilated by the crappy New York Giants. And then tonight with how bad the offense played. And literally in those three weeks, you clinch a division, a bye, and now the number one seed. And they all they all didn't feel right. But they're getting the job done. And if we can do that in three more meaningful games, we'll be we'll be very happy. So, Holy cow, Dan. Holy cow. Nikki, six games, Nick. That's all we're asking for you. So keep it going. You got two down. Four more to go. Even though technically you don't really need the next one against Dallas. But hey, fourteen wins would look nice. Oh man. I honestly like this is just like a, a real like, like you just said, this is the third game in a row. Where you don't really feel great after, no. like you you can't really feel great after that performance, but like you can still be excited and have something to be like happy for because we do have home field advantage locked out throughout the playoffs yeah. until in, you know Minnesota, but it's just like I don't know it's just like hard for me because you do have your your number one receiver Alshon only getting two targets, you do have your offense only converting. One third down yeah, on fourteen awful. tries. You do have Nick Foles backpedaling all the way out. I, I mean, the, the one thing though that you know that is getting kind of lost a little bit is Wiz is out right now. Steve Stephen Wiznowski yeah. was what else? So was, I think it's Stefan Wiznowski. Uh, Wiznowski, whatever. Yeah. Wiznowski, Mike right. Wiznowski, whatever. But no, seriously, like he is out. He is the starting left guard for a reason. So I, I mean. And also, Bruce Irvin's a beast, and you know Cleo Mac. Mac, what the heck's going on right now? But um, you know Mac's a beast as well. Yeah. So I mean, that is something to you know kind of be like, okay, you know Nick, the winds were crazy out there. I mean, flat the, out the offense was bad tonight. Like, yeah, but we, you can you, know that. you can kind of point it's out bad. reasons why it was extra bad. And I think when we see Nick Foles again, uh, now it's this is our really our second week, but. We saw him in the Rams game a little. He threw the ball well. He's not that bad. Nick Foles is not that bad of a quarterback. Could the weather have had a factor in that? Yeah, it could because it was freezing tonight. I mean, like, so what did Derek Carr really do, stuff. too? Yeah, Carr was – he was awful. He's getting paid a ton of money, too. And he was supposed to be the second coming of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. So. Um, but the offense was bad tonight. But like Paul's saying, we're going to have – I didn't think the play calling was great either as far as – I mean, it just seemed like nothing was working. So, obviously, it's easy to nitpick the play calling. Um, but I think they need to set Foles up more for quicker throws, maybe even get him out of the pocket. Because, I mean, he didn't have a lot get of time to of throw, too. Um, but, yeah, quicker throw. I mean, that last drive when he's hitting Aguilar on a crossing route, it's like they got stuff. They had stuff open there, which what we literally had nothing that up until that point in the third and fourth quarter. I mean, there was a point they showed on there. We had negative 19 yards in the fourth quarter. Which is unreal. But, hey, they find a way to get it done. Nick Foles and this offense needs to start clicking, though. And, again, we'll dive into more of that in the next episode. But the defense, obviously, won the game for us again and again and again, making stop after stop when needed. Chris Long was a beast tonight all over Derek Carr. And, yeah, the defense. it was good to see the defense do this. And, again, the defense, this is, again, three straight games they had to make like a last drive, like a big stop. So in this team, this team as I haven't played a bunch of contenders, but they've been in tight games. 
So like, this team knows how to pull out wins, which is gonna it's gonna be huge come playoff time in a couple weeks. And again, they're gonna have to come to Philadelphia to get it done, which is no easy task as we proved this year. And Nick Foles has proved as an Eagles quarterback, even though tonight for him personally was ugly. Um, I do have one question for you about you know one specific play in the game of Chris Long's is the the strip sack where he started celebrating and uh, the ball yeah. was out. How did that make you feel? I mean, first reaction, I'm like, go freaking get the ball. I'm pissed. But, like, I I can't really knock Chris Long. I know, like, obviously he, he had no idea. Like, you can see him looking at the sideline. They're probably all yelling at him. He's like, what? Like, I got a sack. Like, you can see in his face. But, yeah, I'm not – I'm not too upset. Okay, yeah, I just, I was just curious. I figured I'd ask that question because you know, at the time, a lot of people were, um, were freaking out about the the whole situation because you know that that was a big play. You know, the game's tied right then, and I mean, that that was that would have been great field position. And on the next drive, we did go three and out. Yeah. So, um, I, I mean, it, I was just curious as what you you thought towards that but yeah. I, I mean i i completely agree i'm i'm a big um you know so like on something like that you you don't know the ball's out no yeah he, he had no idea but ugly win i i also escaped again from coming in last place in my fantasy league our I, our, like, our yeah, fantasy league. yeah i'm Come sorry on. our fantasy league by about five points jared cook needed like eight plus tonight he only got like 2.5 um, so I am not in last place. I will not be getting hit with tomatoes this year. So bless up. That that's great, Dan. Um, proud of you. I I also was in the running. I was actually most likely to get hit with tomatoes going into this week. Yeah, but you uh you pulled through and you had a big week. I actually ended up finishing third in the in the toilet bowl out of eight people. Yeah. So it was um it was pretty cool. Uh, very nerve wracking. I started Jimmy G. And that's kind of that's kind of scary right there in its own right. It is, but it's, you did call the upset this week. I did, but like I'm scared that that's that's a thing. They don't um, have any real weapons. No, yeah, they're gonna be they're gonna be good. There, Jimmy G seems like he's the real deal. I mean, all this Belichick talk about how I mean I don't know if you heard. I'm sure you, if you listen to Cower, but he thinks like Belichick was trying to trade Brady. Kraft said no. So now, in spite. Belichick trades Brissett and Grappa. Like Belichick being that smart of a guy, why would he trade Grappa for done. only a second round pick or whatever it was? You know, so Bel- the whole theory is now Belichick's gonna leave New England, call it quits, and leave them with nothing now when Brady's done. That's wild, um, yeah. But so, but yeah, Jimmy G seems like the real deal. But as long as we have Carson, I'm not scared. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I, I mean, the San Francisco 49ers, they will be a good team with that young defense. And with having good draft picks for moving back last year too, like they're in a really good spot. John That's Lynch. A, yeah. So I um I, I just wanted to mention on also, that. Also, while we were getting back to fantasy real quick, Paul did win three of his uh three of his eight leagues. Seven. Come on. Seven. Bro. Oh, seven. Come on, dude. Three Don't say I'm in eight leagues, leagues. Which is pretty impressive. So. Yeah, I mean it's you know re- return on investments uh five hundred percent. It's whatever. The ROI is crazy. But no, it, like like I always like what I was saying when I started doing it, it's it's really just math, and then it comes down a little bit of luck. So once you have, the, also I did get lucky with a lot of yeah, early I mean, picks. I feel like there's a lot of luck still involved. I'm pretty sure um, the three leagues that that I won, I had um, the two number two pick, yeah. number three pick, and the number four pick. Wow. So like it's all right there, and also the other thing is. My one team that I won with, I had Dalvin Cook go down, Antonio Brown go down, 
two leagues I had Deshaun Watson go down. So you still got to battle through those. You know, Sounds like uh, hopefully what Howie Roseman will be saying. Oh, man. That, that puts it. a smile around my face. That, that would be amazing. But, yeah, like I said, if, if you do – like it does kind of take the fun out of fantasy football, playing in all those leagues. But yeah. what's more fun than winning? I don't know. You know, like that, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like again, dubs. Like that's always good. Um, but uh, yeah, back to the Eagles. I just want to know, like, what your thoughts are, like, right this second. Like, are you going to be able to go to sleep like real easily tonight, or? Um, I'm going to be like, I'm excited. I'll be on Twitter and Instagram, you know, seeing what the guys are saying. I feel like the Eagles as a team right now won't be as um as excited as they normally are post game wins because they kind of just scrapped it out. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll be doing that, you know, it'll be a good night of sleep. It'll, I'll be waking up on December 26th a lot better than I woke up last December 26th. If you can remember that. Cause we, we were really Mike. sick. Oh yeah. shoot. Yeah. That was the day. Yeah, I'm not yeah. even talking about Eagles related cause the Eagles were way out of the playoff picture yeah, at that that's point. That's what I was, that's what I was thinking about. Yeah. The last, um, actually last, last year. My niece had the stomach virus. No, don't blame it on Nunziata. That's how we got it, though. No, it is not. no, listen, 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 everyone. So my niece had the stomach virus, and she came over for Christmas Eve because she was over it, which she, which she may very well have been because she seemed fine to me. But Dan comes over every Christmas. He's basically their other uncle. And, you know, we give him presents, hugs, whatever. So later that, well, the next day on Christmas, Dan and I went to our friend's house, and her mom was doing some like uh, things like CRG or like S some crazy so, stuff. something with like the fascia and like they lift up your limbs and like all this like crate rope to like relax you and like I don't know let go of any stress in you and all that. And let me tell you, we let go of some stress because that morning I woke up we, at like four a.m. like we around both. The- and like I didn't even realize Paul had it until probably like one p.m. or something because I think I texted you. I forget how it happened, but we both thought like we were gonna like die i literally lost like like, that's not being over like it was deathly like it felt awful i lost a day in my life like no no joke i lost a day literally didn't leave my didn't leave a bed i actually was staying at my sister's house at the time so i went from one couch to the other couch and like i fell asleep sitting up like in a couch and then she's like, yo, like, you got to go, like, you got to go to, like, you got to get a bed or something. Yeah, I so, remember texting Grace about it. And she was like, I can't believe this. Like, <laughs> like it was, it was awful. It was really, really bad. But, um, I mean. So, yeah, yeah we'll <laughs> be feel, I'll be, all I was saying, I will be feeling better than, uh, than I did that day. But on to another uh, Philadelphia sports team we talked about early in the show. The Sixers finally break that losing streak of five in a row. Thankfully, and they almost tried to give it away at the end of the game. Oh. There, friggin' what was it like five of their last six possessions turning the ball over? That that was terrible basketball down yeah. the stretch. Frustrating, but they find a way, get back on on a winning streak, and hopefully that can continue. They have a road trip coming up, so hopefully that'll get them going. I think it'll be good for them being on the road, and both the guys who were game time decisions in JJ and JoJo coming up huge for us today. JJ played unbelievable, and of course. The goat, T.J. McConnell. Oh all man, heart. you can't you can't teach it. Literally all heart. That one play, he's d'ing up. I think it was Courtney Lee, whoever it was, bringing the ball up for the Knicks the whole way down. Gets and a steal. Turnover, Great pass to Ben Simmons for the the fast break dunk. He's just the heart and soul of this team, T.J. McConnell, and he's got to be on the court at the end of the games right now at this point, not 
a Jerry Bayless or a TLC. You know, TLC didn't even play today, but yeah, that that literally like TJ makes me so happy. Yeah, like he he's he's, man. he's just so so good at what he does. He's a scrappy player, and it's amazing and a testament to this coaching staff that he's in the NBA and he's playing so like he's he's an actual NBA player yeah. because he comes in, he makes it. That's when you know everyone who's been watching the Sixers know. Like that, he was just there to fill up a spot in the beginning. Now, are you worried about Ben at all, it's Ben Simmons? Just because I, he has, I feel like he hasn't been the same specifically trying scoring the ball and Since hasn't the really been getting short shots up. Um, are you worried about Simmons at all? Um, I am not worried about Simmons. No, no. are you? No, I guess I was just around a lot of uh, negative people, negative uh, fans today. My my brother the whole game is freaking out about Simmons, saying he's overrated. Blah 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 blah. I, mean, I don't think he's. I mean, when you're comparing him to Le- LeBron, that's yeah. I think that's he, you can't compare him to LeBron. LeBron is LeBron. He's not close to there yet. Uh, and I think if he develops a jump shot, which he will, it's not going to happen overnight. It's, it's his, it's his rookie year. It's his rookie it's year. Not happen this he's 20 years old. Um. Yeah. If I, that, I think he's still 19. Him. No, he's got to be 20. Yeah, I think he was born in like 97. Uh, but anyway, I do think Embiid is the guy. He's the most oh, valuable part to this team. I mean, you look at you talked about his plus minus today. I saw a stat when he was on the floor, the 76ers outscored the Knicks 90 to 65 in all 30 of their free throw attempts. Which 30 is a great number. That's a great job of them getting to the line. All 30 of them came when he was on the floor. Mm-hmm. Which is I'm pretty sure great. a lot of the minutes to, were together with um. Where uh, sorry about that. <laughs> I was I was turning to the page, but um, I'm pretty sure that most of the minutes were with J.J. and Joel. Yeah, probably. Because, I, I mean, J.J. Both. had 27, Joel had 34, and, um, you know, they were both getting the line a lot. They both shot eight foul shots. And, man, J.J.'s on, like, some streak of, like, what, 47 straight yeah, or something? Yeah, they tried to jinx him on that eighth free throw Whew. when he shot it. But doesn't J.J. and JoJo, I mean, playing playing huge today. And they're, they're your guys down the stretch. When you need a bucket, it's talking about late game. Like, right now, those are the two. Unfortunately, Covington has he's been struggling. Sarge today struggled, especially from three. Oh for oh for six. Also, one thing that was killing me was not getting the defensive board. Yeah, well, Ennis Cantor ate us up. He had ten plus offensive rebounds himself. I usually set that as a goal for my team, <laughs> for the JV team. But himself, he was getting ten offensive rebounds. He actually had eleven defensive and eleven offensive Sheesh. for twenty two rebounds, and it was uh, disgusting. Yeah, like like literally like me like I was so pissed. And also Bayless, I hate Bayless. Like yeah, and right but, now the Sixers are missing. They're missing obviously Fultz and Justin Anderson because their benches they're not getting a lot out of their bench. You have. I mean, look at today. You had Bayless coming off besides TJ. Booker's always going to give you some grit and hustle. Amir Johnson, you hope he gets rebounds. Like, the one time he's in there, he doesn't even balk. He gave up an offensive rebound. Yeah. But the bench needs to start bringing more to this team. But I'm not I'm not too worried. A lot of people have been freaking out recently about the Sixers. I still think this team will make the playoffs. Um, I do think the top three seeds, it looks like it's starting to, they're starting to distance themselves as far as the standings go. But I still think this team can fight for a uh, – a five or a six seed right now. I'm not too worried about them quite yet. I, a lot of people, Brett Brown too, ride Brett Brown out. Let him, let him, let him get his players. Let him get this team going. I think they will be all right. They'll sit, they'll sit themselves around like I said, a five or six. See, this is the problem. You have all these Sixers fans. Well, 
now now they're here because we're getting a little bit better because we have the players out on the court. You have these people who are like, okay, like, give me something, give me something good. Like, why is Brett not doing this? Why is Brett? You know, we gotta win these games. We gotta win these games. Yeah. But the thing is, it's a young team, and you know, lack of a better word, it's a freaking process. Yeah. So we're here grinding out, and then you got these people who aren't used to watching. You know, the last four years of awful basketball expecting to just turn into something overnight when we do have the short bench when you know we still are missing another shooter on the court yeah, at a time well, it's and you have so many inexperienced nba players yeah so many inexperienced nba players and you can say it's just experience but it it does play a huge role as we've seen late games the sixers have blown leads because they they're not used they haven't been in those situations in the nba yet and they'll learn right now the biggest issue is turnovers, which is something that can be fixed. If you can limit turnovers, that'll help you win a lot of games. Um, and right now it has been bad, but and it wasn't great today, especially at the end of the game. But it's something each game they'll learn, they'll learn, and it'll it'll get better. So continue to trust the process. Sixers win on Christmas. Eagles win on Christmas. I saw somewhere that was the first time a city had an NBA a double win like that, an NBA and an NFL team. Because, I mean, usually you don't have both your teams yeah. playing, let alone both of them winning. So, hey, it's a good day to be a Philadelphia sports fan in that in that respect. Yeah, man, let me tell you, it's a, it's a great day. Um, you know, I'm happy I don't have work on the 26th. Going to enjoy that. Get a nice uh, lift in. Yeah, nice lift session in, in the a.m. Yeah. Maybe do some uh, rearranging of the room. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, I'm pretty – pretty stoked yeah yeah me too um so you know like how we always like to end it right you're, you're about yeah. that okay it's about that time about that time um so my question to dan is you know obviously going to be christmas related because it's the last christmas question i could possibly ask him for the time being yeah, yeah. and that question is what was the best gift you received this year the best gift i received or this year. or the the gift that you what I, would like the most or like yeah, think yeah. you'll enjoy the most would have to be the eagles clinching the number one C. come on bro <laughs> no um, give me something tangible but tangible i got a bose uh bose speaker which i didn't really expect yet and you know i love music and play it all the time mm, very nice <laughs> so yeah i'm i'm excited for that especially come summertime like you always, bangers you bring your john to the beach you bring it on the walks like i'm excited to have my own so yeah now i don't have to bring mine on the yeah. walk so that's that's great news for me so what about you what was yours um you know mine, mine was obviously uh the eagles clinching <laughs> um no but mine was uh actually i got a a bunch of stuff for my jeep which is like really exciting so like, i got like a uh waterproof like it's like for if i got through messy stuff in the back you know, kind of keep it still fresh. It's like a, it's hard to explain. I'll, I'd have to show it to you, but it's like a little crate guy got a, like a flashlight. Got you know, I, I don't even know what else I got. Oh, I got like frost and just a bunch of stuff for the Jeep. It's pretty hype. Yeah. It's hype having a Jeep. Like sometimes I'm driving, I'm like, oh shoot, I got a Jeep right now. Yeah. Like it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, overall it's good Christmas. You know, gotta, you know, I, like I tweeted out, I was like, gotta get some stuff in, and not stuffing, but like, get some stuff. <laughs> what are you looking at? I'm making sure we're recording. Oh yeah, it's going, it's right. going. But yeah, you gotta get some stuff. Then you watch the Eagles win. I mean, Sixers win. Get more stuff. Watch the yeah. Eagles win, 
and I got the three championships on top of that. So, so nothing like it. Great Christmas. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Well, we hope you all had a great Christmas as well. Continue to listen to Cheesesteak Sports. We'll have another episode coming out previewing the Dallas game, talking about the the playoffs as well, all that good stuff, because this Eagles team is the number one seed in the NFC, and you got to be thankful for that. Thanks for listening, and as always, go Birds. Go Birds!